Welcome to New Hope and the teaching ministry of Pastor Randy Rainwater. Here's the thing. You, you, you don't get better until you name what's broken in your life. You got to name it. Pastor Randy calls that radical responsibility. He says it's how we get better, naming that which is broken and choosing to walk in the Holy Spirit. Go with us now as Pastor Randy unpacks this message from Galatians chapter 5. Open your Bibles uh, to the book of Galatians and turn, if you would, to Galatians chapter 5. Going to spend another week here in Fruits of the Spirit, Work of the Flesh. And then uh, next week, Josh is teaching. So excited about that. I'm going to be at kids camp teaching the little ones. And I, please pray for me. I get to share the gospel with them. So I'm so excited uh, to do that. Uh, we're in the wheelhouse at uh, Sharp Top Cove. So uh, a lot of your kids will be there. So please be in prayer for me in that. But I'm so excited that Josh is going to be here then I'm going to come back and I'm going to teach you some of the stuff that's in your note sheet about the specifics of the fruit of the Spirit. And then on Memorial Day weekend, Patrick is going to be teaching. So I'm so excited about that. So I just, we've got a great lineup coming up here with those guys. So thankful for Josh and for Patrick and uh, for the role they've had in our kids. In the midst of a pandemic, we had our biggest high school event we've ever had and our biggest middle school event that we've ever had. Uh, I know that's come at a lot of work. Um, If you'd stand with me, just going to read verse 22 and 23 and 24. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now watch this. When you sit back down, underline this word belong. And those who belong to Christ Jesus, have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. May God bless the reading of his word. You can be seated. How do we become the person that we want to be? That big question there is that whole issue of the the want to be. Look back at 516. I say walk by the spirit. You might want to underline that. That's what Sheba talked about three weeks ago that whole emphasis on walking, and you will not gratify the desire of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. The desires of the spirit are against the flesh. They're opposed to each other. Look at this. To keep you from doing the things you want to do. If you are a believer, you're born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, you want to do these things, but you find this conflict going on in your life. Or am I the only one in the room that finds that? Here's the reality. As a believer, there are two natures. There is a war going on inside of us between the flesh and the spirit. That is going to continue to go on. There's an old Cherokee. I have Cherokee in my heritage. There's an old Cherokee proverb. There was this young boy, and his grandpa said, there's two wolves inside of you. One's evil and one's good. And he said, which one lives? And he says, says, which one wins? And he says, the one you feed. So we've got two natures here at work, and they are going to be in conflict, and if any point in our life, we can live by or we can gratify. We can live by or we can gratify. We get to choose, I believe. Living the way of the Spirit is what we deeply want. 
We, deep, we want that at our deepest level. But a sin nature continues to generate alternative competing desires within us. And again, maybe I'm the only person in the room that feels this. I, I, was, I was literally this week saying, Lord, I, I'd like to move on from this passage. And, and I got this strong word from him, we're not done yet. And I said, Lord, I feel like the church has gotten this. He said, who's talking about the church? I'm talking about you. <laughs> At any point in our lives, we can jump into that dead, rotting carcass that we're dragging around behind us and say, we're going to party a little bit, just for a little while. At any point in our life, we can find ourselves moving back into that old nature, those old works, that old way of living. But you were made for more than that. Amen, church? You were made for more than sin and death. You were made for life. Simone Weil, the French philosopher, said this, there's nothing so good and beautiful and satisfying as that which is pure, and there's nothing so boring and dry and dead as the evil. Nothing so beautiful as the good, nothing so boring as the evil. But listen, that's true only in reality. In fantasy, the opposite works. In fantasy, it's the other way around, isn't it? You, you go to the store, and you see the package when you were a little kid, the toy package. The toy package looked more fun than playing with the toy. It really did. You, you, you see the advertisement for, for whatever it is, and it's like, wow, that looks so amazing. In the fantasy, the, the evil wins. But, but in reality, it is relationship. It is investing our lives in things that matter forever, that truly make that difference, that truly are that satisfying thing. And he says here, if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. If you're led by, you can come to a point in your walk with God, I believe this, you, when it's no longer about what do I not do. Now, if you're a new believer, you may be in the, what do I not do? You remember when you got your driver's license? And all you're worried about was not doing. We, I, I, this was the meanest thing I did to Daniel. Daniel got his license, and I said, let's go to Highway 78. Because I was trying to teach him a lesson. I didn't want him overconfident. Highway 78 will do that, doesn't it? What happens when you're driving and you're looking 20 feet ahead? Everything comes at you so fast. I said, listen, this is what you gotta do. You gotta look down the road. You, you gotta look down the road at, at what it is, where it is that you're going to, not just the things that are right around you. The things that are right around you will be very evident and they'll come right to you. But you gotta look down the road. That's what walking by the Spirit is. That's about looking down the road at what it is that we're called to in this deeper walk, in this deeper life. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. You might want to underline that word evident. In the Greek, it means the same as the English. Everybody sees this. Isn't it amazing how people don't see the things that are evident to everybody around them? I come from the grocery store, and, and I'm walking in the grocery store, from the grocery store, into the house. I've been, and I've picked up. And by the way, I love this whole shop online thing. You know, you go, you listen to some music, you make some phone calls, they put groceries in your trunk. You come home, you carry them in, you don't have to go through the aisles and pick everything, it's great. 
And, and you can get, and as a man, I can get right to the thing that I like about the grocery store, and that is seeing how many bags of groceries I can carry in my hands. Because I'm a man. I can carry, I got 10 fingers, that's 10 bags. I got teeth, that's 11. And I come walking in, and Anita's like, honey, what, I can help you. Or if I'm coming out of the grocery store, if I did go in, and I'm coming out, and she's like, what? why are you not using a cart? I'm like, <laughs> Until the bag tears, right? And then you're trying to catch it with all of your hands full. It's so evident. We were, we were um, in Nashville a couple weeks ago. We went and saw that Billy Graham musical. Uh, we're, we're talking about trying to bring it here, um, which would be, a, it's incredible. I, I mean, it's incredible. And we were, but we had a funeral the next day, and I was just concerned about, Atlanta traffic and, and getting back on time. So I said, let's, let's leave and drive back to Chattanooga and we'll spend the night in Chattanooga. So we left late. We had, you know, we had moved for two weeks and we were exhausted and, and it, it just had been, this is just a crazy season in ministry with graduations and all the parties and everything. And we love all of it, but it's just some really late nights. And, and Anita goes, I just, I just can't stay awake. It was, I don't know, it was like 11 o'clock, 1130. And we're driving back from Nashville to Chattanooga and, and, and she goes, I just can't stay awake. And I said, honey, I'm fine. You, you just take a nap. I'm fine. She's like, you'll be okay. I said, honey, do you remember we dated long distance and I would leave Florida and drive all night to see you and, and we'd hang out and then I would drive back even just sometimes like for two days just to see. I, I can drive. All, I'm a man. I can carry groceries. I can stay awake. Driving down the road and man, after about 20 minutes, I felt like I'd had like four melatonin and a Benadryl. I mean, it was, it was coming on. It was like a, it, it didn't even, I wasn't, I, it was strong. And, and she's over there. She's just so happy. She's just sleeping away. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? All right. So, so we'd been playing some Michael McDonald Motown and I'm like, okay, I, I can't, no, I can't do this. This is going to put me to sleep. Okay. I said, and I, and I'm driving and I just hit Spotify and I just hit the microphone. Commodores. Okay. And, and the first song, lady, you bring me up when I'm down. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can stay awake to this. Anita immediately opens her eyes. You're, you're sleeping, aren't you? No, honey, I'm fine. I just, you know, I just want to listen to the little Commodores, you know? And, and she goes, okay, okay, if, if you get tired, you, you tell me, I'll, I'll wake up. And I'm like, no, and I'm fine. That song ends. Literally, this all kind of happens at the same time. She kind of turns in her seat about halfway and puts her head kind of on the side of the, of the seat. And I have my hand on the shifter, and even though it's a Honda Accord and they don't make sticks, you know, I'm still dreaming of the day that I could, you know, drive a stick shift. And, and, and the, you know, I'm putting my foot on the clutch and everything, it's, and, and my hand's there. And, and she puts her hand over on my hand on the shifter just as, thanks for the times you've given me the memories all you can husbands you can look at your wives and sing this right now if you want to and and I'm like this is the this is the paradox of life this is like the best moment in the world Lionel singing once twice three times a lady she's got her hand on my hand she's asleep in the car we're driving at night and I'm about to crash and kill us you know and and what am I going to do here because what I needed to do was I needed to reach the hand over and smack myself is what I needed to do. 
but I couldn't. So, you know, so I did the shake, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, and so I did that and I made that sound and she wakes up. She said, I knew you were going to go sleep. It was evident. It was evident. It was, I'm, everybody around us sees that this is evident and we think, no, I can keep, I can keep all this stuff over here in this little jar, in this little bucket. And it won't impact any, I got, yeah, I got these little sins. I'll just put them over. This is my work of my flesh. God, I need this work of my flesh. Now, I got this spirit thing, but I need this little work here. I need this little toil. I need this little bit here just to get me through. These are evident. Here's the thing. You, you, you don't get better until you name what's broken in your life. You got to name it. You got to. You got to define what is broken. This is why he says in Psalm 139, search me, O God, know my heart, try me, know my thoughts. See if there's any grievous way in me and lead me. This is the same wording as walking in the spirit and lead me in the way everlasting. I've, this week I was at the campus pastor's retreat. Come to Pentecost. It's going to be so great. And we're going to have a big burger party after. It's going to be great. The music's going to be, it's going to just be great. We've got some big surprises. I'm so excited about the family of churches. You know, there's, there's eight campuses now with including Lanier and we've got some big surprises coming. This family of churches has launched some incredible things. The Jesus and the Quran studies, which has impacted missions around the world. The house fires, worship music, the good, good father, all those songs that came out of the kids of this church. And I believe that the best days are ahead and Pentecost is gonna be a big part of that. And I hope you guys will come. It's gonna be at Lanier. It's gonna be great. But, but as, as we were there this week at the campus pastor's retreat, the guy who was pastoring us was talking about family systems theory. Now, I don't know if you guys know about family systems theory and you guys studied this. It, it's it's just, it's just a way of, it's a counseling method, and, and it, it's not necessarily biblical in its origin, but there's some real biblical aspects to it. And I've, been, I've actually been reading a book this week. I, was just, I had studied this back in college because I, I, knew the, the, I knew of the man who kind of created this system. But in this system, basically, a family systems theory is this. We sometimes tend to look at ourselves as individuals, but in a family, we're not an individual. The, the trauma of my life impacts Anita. The trauma of Anita's life impacts me. The, the emotions that all of us have, the anxieties, the fears, those all impact each other in that family system. And in a, and in a healthy family, you can, listen to this, you can name this. I'm like, man, this is just, this is biblical stuff here. I don't know if the guy who wrote this knew this or not. In a healthy system, you can name what you need. Read the Psalms. You can name what you need. You can go to God and you can go direct. In an unhealthy system, in a family, you triangulate. And here's what you do. In a, in a family or in a work system, because this applies to business, in an unhealthy system, you, when someone feel, has a need and they don't feel like they can go and get that need met, they triangulate. This is what you do. You get a hero and you get a villain and you get a victim. And whoever becomes the victim first wins. You'd think it's the hero that wins. No, that's not the way this thing works. This is, I see our culture doing this. We, 
Whoever becomes the victim first wins, and you get someone and they become the hero. And in order to do that, you got to have a villain. But in the kingdom of God, we don't have to triangulate because we can go right to the one who can give us what we need. That's, that's the, yeah, amen to that. This is, this is what, in, because we wind up gaming in a family systems theory. We wind up gaming when we triangulate. And, and when we do that, we're trying to win by being the victim. And we stay in homeostasis because we're afraid of moving past the pain and getting to the healing because moving past the pain is going to be hard because being the victim can be comforting for a little while. But you weren't made to be a victim. You have, your, your identity is so much more than that. We can name that which is broken because as a believer, we can define our sins and weaknesses, but we are not defined by them. Big difference there. You can define them. And you go to the Lord and you say, Lord, search my heart, show me. He goes, okay, you sure? Yeah, and you see it. And he goes, you know, I already took care of that. Yeah, you've been carrying that around, consciously, subconsciously. You've been carrying that around all this time. You think it didn't impact you. I, I had something in my life. I, I ignored it until I was 50 years old. It was evident to everybody else around me. You name it. Name it to him. If, if you can't name it to anybody else, you name it to him. And you watch Jehovah Rapha, the healer. You watch him step into that. We live in this five levels of brokenness. You, there's a little graphic there on your handout. Jeremiah 2.13 says this, my people have committed two evils. They've forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. That's the first sin. That's the first evil. You've forsaken the fountain of living water and you've hewed out cisterns, broken cisterns that don't hold water. And you guys grew up with cistern. You know what a cistern is? It collects all the water that's on the roof. You know what's in the water? Everything that was on the roof. There's a difference between a fountain, a natural spring, and a cistern. A cistern has disease in it. A fountain is clean. A cistern only has water when it rains. A fountain never ends. It's like, it's like Psalm 1, rooted by streams of water. That, that, that we, can, we can choose between these two. Here's the stuff in the broken. There's the relational brokenness, the, the immorality and the sensuality. There's the spiritual brokenness, the idolatry and the sorcery. There's the emotional brokenness, the enmity and strife and jealousy and fits of anger and rivalries and dissensions and divisions. And you're like, Pastor, did you have a bug in my house this morning? Did you? Did... Envy. All that stuff that's in our lives. And then it goes deeper. There's our coping mechanisms, the drunkenness and parties. We, we, we just try to get by. The, the, but the life of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, the walk of the Spirit is finding yourself not in those four levels of brokenness. Because that's not the real, that's not for us as a believer, that's not the worst part. All that stuff is not the worst part. The worst part is this, when he says this, 
He says that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, some people see that about, as about eternity, and it very well may be, and you don't want to risk that. But I don't want to miss the kingdom. I don't want to miss the place God has for me. When, when we're about all that other stuff, whether it's what the things that people see on the outside or the things that they see on the inside, when we live in that, we miss the kingdom. We miss the place of blessing that God has for us. We miss being in that place where God uses us in the way that he calls us to, in different places. You never know the most important day of your life. You have no idea. You, you don't know the, the, you don't know the measure of your days. You don't know. You, listen, doing this job doesn't mean that I'm the most significant person in terms of what God's gonna do in this room. By far. The next Billy Graham or Luis Palau might be in that middle school room right now or maybe down in one of these hallways right now. And the person who has that deep impact on their life will be their parent, but it might be that worker in one of those, might be their discipler. It might just be that those kids need a faithful grandma or grandpa. Praise for them. That place that God calls you to, that's the kingdom. And he calls us to live in this place that's bigger than anything we ever dreamed of. And here's the thing. I think we get to choose. I think we get to choose. I think we get to choose the life. I think we get to choose the kingdom. Now listen, there is stuff in our lives that's, there's some measures of it's predetermined. We've all got DNA. You know, and in rainwaters, there are some diseases that we don't wrestle with, but every, everybody in the rainwater clan takes blood pressure medicine. You know, you, you, there, there's, and, and some cholesterol stuff. There's, there's stuff in our bodies. There's, there's things done to us emotionally, physically, spiritually, you had nothing to do with. But I think we get to choose which bucket here that we live in. The divisions, the envy, all that stuff. Tim, come help me. And I need a volunteer that's wearing clothes to work in a kitchen. Um, Randall. Where's Randall? There he is. Okay. Uh, put the buckets right here. Be careful. That, mouth, that rat trap is set. Yeah. And put the, put the ladder right here. Randall, you're good right there. Let's go for more height. All right. Okay, so here's the deal, Randall. We're gonna put this ladder up here. Okay. And, and I'm gonna climb up this ladder. I'm definitely gonna make sure those are set. All right. And Randall, I got two buckets here. In this bucket is a hammer, a rat trap that is set. You're the bait, baby. All right. There's a hammer and a dead battery. 
okay, in this, in this bucket. This represents our works, okay? A little bit of power, a hammer. You know, you can hit things with it, kill rats, all right? This represents the fruit of the Spirit. I chose to put money and flowers in here, all right? Okay, there's a 500 here. It's Cambodian. All right, okay. All right, so, so you can choose. I'm gonna go over, you agreed to do this yesterday, all right? I'm gonna go, I'm, and you're gonna hold the ladder for me, all right? Because you don't want me falling on you, all right? That would be worse than the hammer, all right? So I, you can choose which bucket you want me to shake over your head. Which bucket would you like me to? I can shake this bucket or this bucket. Because you're going to get shaken. You've been shaking, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Had a, had a building burned that your business, I mean, I mean, you've been shaking. You've had some shake. I mean, a whole lot of shaking going on. Yeah. So, um, so which bucket would you like me to shake over your head? I represent life. This represents the work of the flesh and the walk of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit. Which would you like, the fruit of the spirit or the walk of the flesh? If you choose the work of the flesh, uh, Tammy and Sheba need to come do a, uh, we need to call an ambulance and we need a disclaimer, all right? <laughs> At the beginning it will say, I guarantee I am stupid. All right, okay. I'm gonna go. With Money and flowers. Money and flowers, here we go, all right, okay. Money and flowers got shaken, all right. Woo, all right. You chose well, all right, Indy, all right. So, so here's the thing. You can have that money, but you got to wait till second hour. Because I got to like, you can have the 500. No, I want the 500. Okay. All right. Give Randall a hand. They, they do all the food here, and it's always amazing. So here's what he says. The fruit of the Spirit Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. So how do we get better? Watch this. Radical responsibility. Naming that which is broken. Choosing to walk in his spirit. Going to talk about it more in two weeks. Josh is going to talk about it some next week. How we do that. But here's the big thing you got to get. Worship team, you can come up. How does this real change happen as a believer? John 15, 4. Abide in me. Abide. Trust in the time you spend with me. Stop. Lord, what would you have me do here? You begin your day and in the word and in prayer. You get godly people around you. Abide in me. I want as much around, I want as much around me that's about you as I can get. That's what that word abide means. It doesn't just mean sit in a meadow for 10 hours. It means I want all this around me. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I'm the vine, you're the branch. Whoever abides in me and I in him, it is he that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Ain't you tired? This, this does not work. 
I told you it's set. And it's dangerous. And it's evident to everybody around us. Or we can walk in his spirit. There's a story my pastor in Florida used to tell. I love this story. There was this daddy, and he had this little girl, and when she was two, he gave her a set of pop beads. You know what pop beads are? They're those plastic beads, and you put them together. They're, they're kind of big, and, and, and you put them together like that. And she would wear those pop beads. My daddy gave me these pop beads. She wore them all the time, and he's like, you know, he's talking with his wife. She's eight years old. It's time to move forward. He sat down with her and said, honey, I, I need your pop beads. Daddy, I love my pop beads. Honey, I need your pop beads. Daddy, I, 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 need, I need your pop beads. She got up, went to her room. The next night, that time that they had every night where they would talk about their day and he would wash her with the word. Daddies, wash your girls with the word and your boys and your wives. Moms, wash your kids with the word and your husbands. She's like, no, I I can't because he's going to ask for my beads. Third day, she comes and she crawls up in his lap and she says, Daddy, I I, got to be with you, but I love my pop beads. He says, honey, I need your pop beads. She says, okay. She takes them off and he puts them in her pocket, puts them in his pocket, reaches to the other side. He pulls pulls out this tiny little set of pearls puts him around her neck, kisses her on the forehead. He says, see, honey, pop beads and pearls just don't look good together. You're made for more. Listen to this. Look, look, look at what he says, verse 24. You can't get the fruit of the Spirit without this. Now those who belong, those who belong, when you step out of a life of being disappointed and realize you were appointed. You belong. And know this, I am with you always. That's how you do it. Jesus, move in us. Take that which is broken and make it good. Take that which is broken, cleanse it. And Lord, on this Mother's Day, let us remember that we are called as a church to step into your kingdom, not just for ourselves, but for each other. But you've called us to a life. We are appointed, and we all have disappointments in our life, but God I believe this more and more every day. The secret of walking with you is to stop looking at those disappointments and looking back to this deeper call, this upward call of Christ. Your name we pray. Amen. This week, step out of that life of being disappointed. And as Pastor Randy said, realize you've been appointed. You belong. Thanks for listening. I'm Myrna Brown.